Welcome to the She Is Podcast. My name is Gia Fay, and today's episode is called She Is Latina. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how different Latinas are and we shouldn't label ourselves. My girl Gina Castellanos will share her story and tips on how labeling yourself can limit your true potential. I'm so thankful to have you with me. With your help, we are going to create a community of women who want to redefine who she is. And that's why I created the acronym SHE, S-H-E, S for she is soul, H for she is heart, and E for she is energy. To know yourself is to truly love yourself. We've been taught from a very young age false beliefs of who we are through family, friends, and especially the media. Each episode, I hope to tackle another subject that will help you break down old ideas and ultimately better your life so you can enable yourself to empower others around you. I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with your friends so together we can help all women rise. For today's topic, I'm grateful to have my girl, Gina and Gia today. <laughs> Gina has joined me and she is an actress, writer, podcaster, wife, content developer, entrepreneur, intuitive dancer, and everything else she can possibly think of. She started a podcast called Yo Mujer that's in its fourth season where she navigates themes she did not learn when she was a teenager. Her projects dwell on education for young Latinas through entertainment. She has changed the feminine mindsets of teens and young adults for over a decade. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Tina. <laughs> that is amazing. I love how you just don't label yourself under one thing. And that's today's topic, obviously. How did you get to this place where you felt like you were more than just a Latina or more than just a wife? Gia, thank you for having me. Yes. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I think uh, it all started when I realized I wanted to do so many things. I First of all, I'm originally from Mexico City, born and raised. I lived in the States for a while. And then I had a boyfriend back when I was living in New York. And um, I remember uh, my fights with this guy, which he's a sweetheart. He will be like, but wait what are you? Are you a yoga teacher? Are, are you a writer? Are, are you a, uh, an actress? Are you a cook? What are you? And I'm like, dude, I'm everything. Yes. I don't have to say I'm one <laughs> thing. Like I do all the things. I don't know what it is that people want to say, like what you do is what you are. And that is not true. What you do has nothing to do with who you are. What you do every day, that creates a habit and potentially that will affect your personality for sure. But even then, that is not who you are. Exactly. So basically, everything that I'm trying to do now is trying not to label myself, trying not to compare myself, not only with other women, but with my old self, you know? You know, remember when you say like, oh, when I used to be flaca, when, oh, I, used I, know. To, <laughs> when I used to fit in these jeans, or, or when I used yes. to be in that relationship, or when I used to be in that job, you know? Or trying to imagine yourself when I get to that job or when, you know, either comparing yourself to your old self or to your future self. Yes. So I realized that was limiting my potential because I was limiting the time for me to focus on what it was, you know, to be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And especially being a Latina, right? Yeah. Because 
a lot of people look at me and they say like, oh, but you don't look Mexican enough. Right? I was going to say the uh, labeling. Yeah, if you're watching this through the YouTube channel, GFA, I mean, this woman is like green eyes. (laughs) Like, you probably got that too. Like, label yourself. What are you? Exactly. Uh, People, for instance, when I was um, pursuing acting in New York, they would always be like, but, um, yeah, you don't look Mexican enough, which I did not know what they meant, but I was like, right? okay. <laughs> okay. So they were like, why don't you come, like, as a Greek? Or why don't you come as, you know, like, Jew? Again, and labels. Labels. And I would be like, okay, I guess. But even if I will come to an audition for a Jew woman, I won't get it because I'm not Jew. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to, even if I fake the accent, you know. Um, acting is different, though, because it's very stereotypical. Yeah. But... When it comes to making choices every day, I feel like the f- the the first person that it's there to label it's yourself. Yes. And I had to take that away. Like I have to, to get take rid of that mindset to be actual, to be actually me. You know, mm-hmm. and see like I really love writing, so I'm a writer. If you write, you are a writer. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You're not published. It doesn't matter that you don't have like a million followers reading your blog. If you write from the bottom of your heart... And you enjoy it. And you enjoy it, you are a writer, you know? Mm -hmm. The principle of writing doesn't recognize if you are on the New York Times bestseller list or you're writing on your journal. It does not recognize that. So when I start, you know, picturing myself as a writer, then everything in the writing realm opened up for me. When I started to picture myself as an actress, everything in the acting world opened up for me. When I started to picture myself as a podcaster, then my podcast went crazy. When I started to picture myself as a wife, I was like, oh, I actually can manage a house. I actually can cook. I actually can do the laundry. I actually can, you know, add, you know have a budget. So it's ultimately you, your limit beliefs and... Um, And that ultimately starts to limit your world, though. Exactly. You know, talking about how labels limit our true potential, Mm -hmm. it also limits our income. Correct. You know, a lot of wealthy people have said that they have four to six different verticals of income. Yes. And it's like you, I, I struggled with that, too, at the beginning. It was like, okay, I'm a trainer. But then I, I had so much more to give, and now I'm a talk show host, yeah. and now I'm a podcaster, and I was a YouTuber, and I was a wife at one point. And, and those times where I felt like I could only be one thing, I was limiting not only the potential, but my income as well. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to money in particular, um, for me, first of all, I had to actually get rid of a lot of false beliefs I had around money, you know, that... It was not available to me that I was not, you know, good enough for that amount, whatever. I had to go and through, you know, have a good relationship with money. But then then once that was healed, I realized the only way that I can be, you know, able to provide for myself was if I was actually hearing what my soul was like really really wanting to do you know for me uh, educating young latinas really sits very close to my heart because I when i was a teenager i didn't learn so many things that i know my mom would have loved to given me but she didn't have the tools she didn't have the resources she didn't have the language you know yes. even like to learn some things that are in english so you have to learn english to kind of access that information exactly so now i'm trying to like my mission and all my purpose dwells in give you all the information and you know for you not to change your life for you to activate your mind yes and hopefully that 
Activa la mente. Yes. yes. And hopefully that will make you think differently. For me, it has to be a cycle where everything that's happening to you right now comes to your heart. And once it sits there, the sensation, the emotion will travel to your brain. Yes. And then that will set the tone of your thoughts and eventually of your words. And if it's the right thing, a good action. Yes. You know, so it's like feeling, thought, words, and action. And then actions become our habits. Correct. And our habits then become our reality. Yeah, like, like right now, I'm <laughs> Los pelitos. El pelo. El pelo, muchacha. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like uh, labels have been something... Uh, for instance, before I realized I had problems with labels, I will um, think about my worth on sizes. Like for instance, like if I was not a size two, then I wasn't good enough. Oh yeah, if, another label. Uh, another label. Yes. If I was not making that amount of money, I wasn't good enough. You mm -hmm. know, if I was not having that amount of views or followers or likes or whatever, I wasn't good enough. So like we're always measuring ourselves on some sort of um, box. <laughs> yeah, and let's look at why. You know, why do we do that? We need to understand that the brain works on stories. Mm -hmm. The brain is always trying to identify a story to make our life easier. Mm -hmm. So we have to, you know, not get down on ourselves if we are in a place of labeling. In fact, just educate yourself on where it comes from. And it really does come from our brain. It's the mm -hmm. way that our brain wants to work. It's like, okay, I want to fit in this box. But as we've evolved as humans, we don't no longer fit in one box. A Latina no longer fits into just the box of a housewife. But that, it's because you've been educated and you've been exposed to different yes. things. But most most of the people think how they've been educated through their parents, through their household. Yes, the conditioning. Through their, you know, cultural environment or whatever. So it does have to come from within to wanted to learn more and wanted to expand but what is um you know like the past or what happened to you your story it's what we use to justify who we are right now yeah people do that all the time mm -hmm. but what happens when you think that your past and where you come from and what happened to you is the only thing you've got that's when you get in a vortex of bad yes bad yes. things will happen to you So you have to understand that you are not what happened to you. That you are not your story. You are not the country you come from. You are not the idiosyncrasy of your parents yes. or your culture. Like you are not that. Yeah. And then once you realize that, then all possibilities open. Why? Because there's no more things to have to, um, the outcome that, you know, your dad wants you to be, uh, you know, a housewife and have a rich husband I don't know yeah or like your dad wants you to be a lawyer or your dad wants you to be a doctor you know like yes. that comes when you realize that there's more than just a label there's more than just a profession there's more than just a thing that you need to accomplish it has to do with purpose and mission yes and, but when I think about that it's so mystical like You know, when you say, oh, my purpose, and it's like, what is that? You know, like, yeah. what's your mi mission? It's like, well, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's so out there, you know, yeah. wishy-washy. I always think it like this. If it, if when you do that particular thing, 
makes you feel expansive, makes you feel um, that you can be there present, mm -hmm. then that's closer to what you're supposed to be doing. To the calling. Yeah, versus when you feel contracted and mm -hmm. when you feel tense or when it's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. But see, like, that's a little tricky because, like, for instance, you are in the fitness industry, correct? Yes. How can you, how can you uh, say the difference between when it's taking, like, oh, it's, this is hard work, but it's going to pay off versus, like, this is killing me? How do I define those yeah. two times? Or how do I identify those? Identifying, well, like you said, one makes you feel alive, one gives you energy after, mm -hmm. and the other one makes you feel miserable, it makes you beat yourself up more, it makes you make bad decisions after that, because then, like you said, you go into that vortex of negativity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, every action eventually creates a reaction, mm -hmm. and the reaction has to feel good all the way to our core, to the soul. Okay. You know, so I think it's important for us to identify those feelings i had another episode where we talked about sensuality mm -hmm. and being sensual is not sexual it's mm -hmm. just learning to feel and identify those feelings yeah and sitting in the good and the bad feelings because if your body does feel a little down it's like listen to it i know i used to be like i don't want to feel this feeling i'm gonna go work out and get rid of this uh yeah. you know and or some people do it with food some people do it with alcohol some people do it with cigarettes but that doesn't heal it Mm -hmm. You know, so again, it's it's hearing and feeling your soul and having that drive you in what feels good as far as fitness. You know, when I first started in fitness, I started in the path of, oh, this is killing me. This is awful. And I kept giving up. I couldn't get rid of the extra 30 pounds. And then once I was like, you know what? My body's curvy. I'm never going to look like those trainers. I'm yeah. never going to look like those Hollywood skinny, you know, skinny uh, actresses. I eventually was like, okay, well, what can I do with my body? And I just started training my hips more, training my butt more and feeling good about it. It still hurt, you know, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. No yeah. pain, no gain, you know? <laughs> but that's the thing, like for me, it's really hard to identify that pain, you know? Yeah. Um, the pain of when something it's really, really making me grow mm -hmm. versus the pain that is actually affecting Affecting, me. yes. Like I think uh, for teenagers in particular, that's very, very hard to to identify which one is which yes. you know i feel like when i get questions like this i'm like oh that's like a tough cookie to crack you know because yeah what's uh, one of the toughest questions you've had i mean she talks about periods she talks about uh, masturbation mm -hmm. i mean she talks about things that i know in my household we didn't talk about that yeah. you know we didn't even get the birds and the bees <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we got our period i literally just started crying because i thought i was dying i was like i'm bleeding <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. what is one of the hardest topics that somebody like asked you where you were kind of were like okay this is gonna to, be challenging like for instance when it comes uh, to pain to identify when you are in a, an abusive uh, situation yeah um to identify when the perpetrator is causing you pain and you're being manipulated to think it's good okay because then you got those confused for instance, I personally, I had confused the pleasure with the pain. Yes. So like those two things were kind of switched in my mind. So I w usually will get the UTIs always after sex. Yes. Because I will go into like a... 
guilt Cat, like a catholic yes yeah. but i was like guilty so then i will give myself a uti like as a punishment yes and because your a... body does manifest things physically yeah. i always say your issues are in your tissues yes your body's yes. communicating so your body would communicate through yeah, UTIs. exactly and then i had like a like a chronic uti but then i went into therapy and then i realized i had those two terms mixed you yeah know? and uti Pleasure. for those that don't know is a urinary tract infection exactly. i'm saying that because i didn't know for a long yeah, time yeah, yeah, either yeah yeah <laughs> um in spanish it's called cystitis which is the worst thing that can possibly happen to you is like i don't even like no it's horrible yeah um so basically i had to go into therapy and actually understand the term pleasure and the term uh pain Okay. Because a lot of women have those confused. Because, mm-hmm. for instance, in sex, like, you'll get a little pain. Yes. But then people think that that's the pleasure. Yes. And, you know, that for instance... That is so true. For instance, you, that you had, like, that episode about sensuality, it also talk about um, eros, which is, like, um, erotismo, which is... Um, Erotic? Yes. Yes. So, like, the whole erotism of the body has to do with uh with feeling your body and yes. understanding what feels good and not only on your vagina and your clit like yes. all over you know yes so yeah it has to do a lot of with exploration but like how can you communicate this to a teenager you know that doesn't even yes. know anything you know they hasn't even like you know explore themselves to realize that yeah you know? so it that, so how did you help somebody through that journey like how would you how did you crack that by by doing it myself doing yourself yeah i went to therapy i tried to understand those two terms i tried to say like oh okay this is this and this is that and then when they ask me i'll be like listen first of all like you like for instance with with pain in particular Mm -hmm. you need to sit with the pain yes because that's the only way that you can transform this energy that is happening you know this fire that is in you yes when it comes that's two types of pain, of course, the physical and the emotional. Mm-hmm. Usually the emotional is a little bit more rough than the yes, physical. Yes, that's the one we want to numb. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to emotional, then I would recommend just sit with yourself. Yes. Sit with the pain. And it comes and goes in waves, you know. It's not going to stay there forever. But when it comes to physical, like in sexual relationships, yes. then I will be like... If you don't like it, if it's like if the pain it goes for more than the actual penetration, for instance, yes. then there's something up. There's something wrong. If yeah. you're not uh, comfortable, is then say stop, mm-hmm. and it's probably not consensual, and you yes. go into an, a whole other topic. I know, I know. But it's really hard to educate on sexual things to girls, just because. It's really hard for them to even ask the question. I know. A lot of times we don't even know what questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And they, they send you messages through... Yeah, just DMs. Through DMs, through Instagram. My, my brother is a very good psychology in my hometown. So we open up um, like a like a hotline for girls. Oh, that's amazing. So And when, I'll have this information on the YouTube channel links. I definitely yeah. want to add those. So when like we have something that I actually cannot tackle because I'm not a therapist. I'm just a woman. A woman. A Latina woman. <laughs> I'm just a Latina. Um, then I will mostly di- re- direct them to them. Mm-hmm. When it comes to, you know, like 
rape and abuse and stuff like that, then I would like, yeah, most definitely. But when it comes to understanding more about how your body works, um, how to say no, you know, how to do what you want to do and not what your parents want you to do. Yes. And I mean this in the most respectful way. Because one thing is that you have to do your responsibilities as a teenager, yes. as a young adult. But other thing is trying to fulfill somebody else's dreams. I know. Especially parents that come from, you know, when they come from another country, my parents mm-hmm. came from Mexico, and you get two types of parents in the sense, one, they're like, we came to this land of the free, go do whatever your heart desires. <laughs> I didn't get those parents. <laughs> <laughs> I got the parents that were like, go be a lawyer, a doctor, or um, what is the other one? Lawyer, a doctor, I think those Licenciado. are... Licenciado. Yeah, 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 basically, right? Licenciado. So... I didn't, I didn't have the privilege to have parents that, you know, were leading me towards the direction that I wanted to. They were just kind of like, okay, fitness is just your hobby, but mm-hmm. when are you going to do your real thing? And it just, even after my YouTube channel evolved, it was still kind of like, okay, well, this is still a waste of life. When are you going to get married and have kids? It's just, it's so hard. And, and yeah. like you say, I always say this in a respectful way, you know, love and have compassion towards your parents. Pero el Pero los papis no siempre tienen la razón. Mm-hmm. You know, parents don't always know everything. Yeah. You know, up and after 18, I feel like a child, you know, Gary Vee says this all the time. I don't know if you follow him. Mm-hmm. He's a guy on, you know, business. He talks a lot about business. And he, he talks about from 18 to 30, go and try everything and fail, 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 fail until you find the right thing and mm-hmm. success in general is not people think success is like oh you you hit it big and this is it it was that first try it's like no there was a lot of failure 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 little success failure 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 little bigger success failure 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 and then the big you know 10 after 10 years you know they say it's is when you really hit there is no overnight success but even so i mean you can hit success out of luck you know yes i mean quote unquote can, yeah being at the quote, right place at the right time quote yeah. unquote but then to maintain that to maintain is a whole nother for me yeah. mostly it's like what does success looks like for you you know for me if you ask me for me is being able to buy my stuff and yeah. do the things that I love. That you love. That's success. For me, it's not like, you know, getting, you know. like Living in a mansion. In a mansion with yeah. like, I don't know, cars. Or I don't know what success <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, looks like. But Everyone has to define success for themselves. Exactly. And then once you do that, you know, once you go away from the label of what does success look like yes. today, you know. Yeah, because success right now looks like big cars, you know, expensive houses. And a lot of those people are really unhappy and a lot of them are faking it online too. Yeah, that's true. So if you don't practice reinventing yourself every day, Mm -hmm. it's going to get really, 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 really hard to get up again, you know? Yeah, and it goes back to not labeling yourself because when you label yourself, I know women that go into, you know, being married with a kid, some of them lose themselves because that's the only thing they know how to do. So now, like, they're moms, correct? They're moms, yes. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. moms. Now, if you did have to, if somebody did ask you to define yourself, you know, and, and not the things that we talked about. We know you do podcasts, you know, mom, all that stuff. Those are all things that you do. Mm-hmm. But how would you define the woman? Um, well, if somebody asked me to define myself, I would say woman. Like right I am the woman. I'm a, I am woman because I feel like I am not who I, who you think I am, or I am not the roles you want me to portray. I am. That's it. But if it comes to how do I define the woman, I feel like now it's changing. I feel we are taking more control over 
our thoughts and control over our, our actions. Usually women would be very reactive, but I'm wishing that we can become more active to our circumstances and not reactive towards them, you know? Mm -hmm. So I will feel like if somebody asks me how do I define woman, I will think I, or I will say um, action. So you, woman is action. Yeah, mm -hmm. because you cannot stay submissive anymore <laughs> right no <laughs> you have to act upon what you want upon your wishes upon your vision of what you want to accomplish even if it's for the day mm -hmm. you know for the all the to-do lists like you have to act upon that mm -hmm. you know so i would think uh, we women are action and if you are not acting in a sense of like getting ready and go you are not fulfilling the role of a woman anymore. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that is so true. And when it comes to a woman that, you know, for tips to give a woman on how to find their real voice, how to find their different verticals, how would you give somebody advice to do that? I think the first thing that I would probably say is sit with yourself. Meet yourself where you're at. Sit with yourself Feel those feelings, whether that's joy, frustration, anger, um, you know, ecstasy, whatever. Feel the feelings and then let the players peel off. Because if you keep on numbing yourself, being watching Netflix, eating, uh, getting distracted, yeah. um, going out and doing all the things that take you out of yourself, you won't never be able to know yourself. Yeah. So the only way that you can actually know yourself is by being with yourself. Mm -hmm. But being with yourself alone. Yes. Not with distractions. So sit with yourself. Sit with what you're feeling and let the universe open to you. I know. And trying different things and getting uncomfortable, right? That's mm -hmm. that's a way to... When I... Being by myself, being single now for a very long time, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been able to explore so many different things that yeah. I didn't even know I loved. And... You know, I used to be that girl that was in one relationship after another relationship after another relationship. And when I finally left that and I wasn't a quote unquote girlfriend anymore or a wife anymore, I had so much trouble identifying who I was yeah. and what I love to do. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that, you know, for us to really take the time to be with ourselves. And if that's no longer an option, if you're already married, for example, still take that time to go explore different things. Exactly. But then even if you... if even when you are in a relationship yeah like you really need to know who you are in order to know what you're giving what, exactly. what are you offering you know what are you sharing exactly exactly if not then you are just reactive towards your circumstances instead of being active yeah and learning how to respond mm -hmm. right to respond instead of like you said react yeah oh my god thank you so much gina gina uh, and gia right here i love it thank you for having me gia. thank you so it. much for you guys listening for to she is podcast please subscribe comment and if you're watching on youtube don't forget to leave comments below and let us know what you want us to talk about next time also if you would please please um follow me on instagram of course at gia Fay. i will also let gina's instagram but it's basically gina Castell. Castellanos. Castellanos underscore. Links will be on the YouTube channel. Together, ladies, we're going to build a community to redefine who we are, to strengthen the bond of womanhood. That is the only way that all women will rise. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode.
Bye.